data breaches. They're all too common today, everything from retailers to credit companies. But is it even more scary when it comes to your genetic information? That's what we're talking about today on Genetic Jackpot. I'm Shannon Halligan. I'm Nick Sloan. And on today's episode, we speak to Burton Kelso. He's an expert in the field of cybersecurity out of the Kansas City area. He's advised companies to give tips to consumers, what they can do to protect themselves. And we we talked to him a little bit recently due to a MyHeritage hack that revealed, in June they revealed that they had been hacked and 92 million email addresses were exposed. That's 92 million, imagine. That's about... The United States has about 320 million people at last check, so obviously not everybody's on there, but that's a third of the United States population. Just to compare it, that's a lot of addresses out there. And so we, we wanted to turn the burden a little bit because this has always been a concern, and we uh, we talked to them a little bit about what they revealed, what you can do to help yourselves out, and, and just talk about a little bit about the hack that happened. Right, and and we've discussed this security concern a few other times on the podcast, and and you know I think it is something, and I know it's something that holds a lot of people back from doing this consumer genetic testing, and you know with my heritage, uh, apparently a researcher found on this private server the email address and hashed passwords of every customer that had signed up for it. So, Service. And like you said, 92 million user accounts that were created through October of last year. Absolutely. And this is this is part of the conversation we have with Burton that we'll we'll play here in a bit. But uh, this 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 hacking was discovered seven months later. Uh, the actual breach happened on October 26, 2017. And it was reported uh, on the MyHeritage blog, and then all the all the media outlets picked up on it. It was picked up on June 5th, 2018. And one of the things we do talk about in the interview is the responsibilities companies have to finding this out. Because obviously a lot of people, you know, whether it's retail, whether it's, as you mentioned, you know, Adidas, uh, Whole Foods, Forever 21, GameStop, businesses like that have been, their data has been breached. And in this case, it was DNA. What kind of responsibility does a company have, and what can they do to prevent this from happening? And, you know, we talk, we, we go into the MyHeritage hack, but the, all, a lot of these data breaches have that in common is these could be prevented, and these could be prevented in real time. Yeah, and, you know, and for me, you know, I think the, your genetic makeup is even more personal than, say, a credit card number that you can get a new one, like in other cases where your credit information is hacked, and even more personal than a social security number, uh, you know, but according to MyHeritage's information team, this is what they posted, they quote, we believe the intrusion is limited to the user email addresses. We have no reason to believe that any other MyHeritage systems were compromised. As an example, credit card information is not stored on MyHeritage to begin with, but only on trusted third-party billing providers uh, utilized by MyHeritage. Other types of sensitive data, such as family trees and DNA data, are stored by MyHeritage on a segregated system separate from those that store the email addresses, and they include added layers of security. So we have no reason to believe that those systems have been compromised. So, you know, in this case, according to MyHeritage, according to this this hack, 
um, you know, there are those extra layers. However, it is still concerning, especially when it comes to uh, your DNA. And, and anytime, you know, you feel like you could have been part of this breach and your information can be out there. So like no matter what, it's, it's alarming. Um, so yeah, so you talked to uh, Burton Kelso about this and I, I think it's a, he's got really good information here. Yes, absolutely. And, and this is, this is obviously this is a podcast about genetics and DNA, but the information that he has is good for any type of data breach. And he gives us, uh, he gives us a really good email and website information to check out. Just, you know, if you, you know, who knows? I mean, I don't, I don't know if my information's out there, if it's been hacked, but Burton gives you a really good website to check out to see if you've been, if your data's been breached, not just in the MyHeritage case, but anywhere. Uh, to jump into this, to kind of before we jump into my heritage angle, it seems like these data breaches are happening more and more. Uh, just uh, talk about the cybersecurity the environment out there. It seems like we wake up to one of these pep attacks every other week now. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate, but just companies have become lax as far as what things they should be doing to protect company or customers' information. One of the reasons companies have become lax because to stay on top of the the hackers, you've got to have cutting-edge technology, and many companies either can't afford or they just don't invest enough in their current security technology. So you've got companies that are using technologies that are 8 or 10 years old, and so it's easy for hackers, especially in foreign countries, to take advantage of those lapses and get a hold of uh, customers' information. And then the, also the fact that consumer data just offers a wealth of information that you can can use. Like, for example, you can get credit card information if you just want to uh, get the quick hit as far as money is concerned. Or if you want to go something a little bit longer term, then obviously you would resort to um, identity theft, which obviously uh, is a greater asset to hackers because it just opens you up to a whole new world of um, information and items that you can get. Absolutely. You know, one thing that I've noticed, I'm sure everybody's noticed, is that it usually takes months. Sometimes it could take a year or so before these companies realize they were they were hacked, they were targeted. Um, is that is that common? The length it takes, or or just to realize what happened? Because I know with my heritage, they realized this months ago before they announced it this summer. So how long does right. it take for a company to realize that? Uh, it could take months. Um... But sometimes those com- companies hold off on that information because they want to make sure that they have a plan in place so that when they go to the public, they can let consumers know that they have a plan of action rather than just saying, hey, we've been breached and um, we're doing all we can to make sure that your data is safe. So they want to take an assessment of what's going on um, before they make the public announcement. But also it can take some companies months because if they're – data security staff isn't really up to par, then maybe another hacker or maybe another um, watch group will find out or see data coming from that business, and then they have to alert the company to let them know that they've actually become a victim of a breach. Yeah. And just to kind of follow up on that, and I... Not, I'm not the technology expert here, but are there ways for companies to detect this in real time? You know, can they... Something- there is. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I was going to say, yeah, there is. I mean, and that's the unfortunate thing about all these data breaches is that they're preventable. Um, so, yeah, companies can step up and uh, just invest the time, money, and resources to make sure that consumer data is safe. Because, I mean, with my heritage, or, or with any company where you're giving your information freely uh, on the web or just with any company, it's that it's the company's responsibility to protect that data. And so they should do by any means necessary, and if they can't, then they need to have a disclaimer letting customers know that they're not able to protect the data like they should. Gotcha. And just uh, obviously, we, we, we've been talking about over the last few minutes the role that the companies have. Is there anything that we can do? You know, it's obviously, it's, it's unfortunate that we live in this environment now where these breaches happen quite a bit, but is there anything we can do to help protect us individually with these situations yeah yeah i mean there's a several proactive steps that consumers can take to make sure they they haven't fallen victim of a data breach i mean you've got uh data breaches where consumers accidentally give out information but then also we've got data breaches where companies goof up and uh, release that data out into the world wide web so probably one of the best utilities uh, to make sure that your email hasn't been part of a data breach is a, a website called Have I Been Pond? Uh, and Pond is P-W-N-E-D. And Pond is basically the misspelling of owned uh, in the hacker world. But you can go to haveibeenpond.com, put in your work or home email address to find out if those email addresses have been part of a breach. And if those email addresses have been part of a breach, then you need to immediately... Uh, change all the passwords for all of your online accounts because unfortunately in this day and age even with all the warnings with passwords consumers are still using the same passwords for not only social media uh, accounts but they're also using them for financial accounts and that's a big no-no you definitely need to use a variety of passwords and another tool that consumers can use just so that they don't fall into that trap of using the same password is to use a password management app like LastPass, uh, which is a free app that allows you to log on to all of your secure online sites using different passwords. The app will automatically log you on. doesn't matter if you're using Apple or Android or even a Windows or Macintosh computer, LastPass. logs you on automatically. You don't have to remember those passwords, and uh, it's safe and secure. Gotcha. Now, obviously, not all breaches are created equal here. Sometimes the headlines can scare people. As you know, I'm in the news business. I know that as well as anybody. Unfortunately, uh, how serious was the MyHeritage hack? And you know, at least compared to others, I mean, you see the 92 million number, and that's going to set off alarms immediately. But is how serious was this? It wasn't serious as the Equifax hack, but anytime that you, it's serious because anytime that a company releases customer data, uh, it just gives hackers uh, one more key in order to get the information they need to either assume an identity or to uh, get into um, financial online accounts. So uh, obviously it wasn't where every piece of information was released, but every breach is a key to a hacker getting more information about you and getting more information about your identity. Gotcha. Uh, now, you know, we look at 
what's the, what's the possible fallout here? Do you think there could be more? I mean, I know there's been a lot of talk about regulating some of these genetic websites, DNA websites, and it's a little bit different than your standard breach, but do you think there's going to be, could there be fallout from this type of breach of a MyHeritage or any other website that has these this type of information? I don't think so. I, I think hopefully the only fallout that will occur is that uh, more uh, companies that are holding customer information or cu customer data will be a little bit more effective as, as far as preventing hackers into breaching their accounts. I know a lot of these hacks occur when companies use third-party vendors in order to store data. Maybe companies need to start using their own resources to host it in-house, or maybe there needs to be uh, an investigation about some about the people that hold data to make sure that um, make sure that they're doing the things in order to keep it safe and secure. But from a consumer standpoint, it's really not going to stop people from using MyHeritage or any other online site that requires data. Gotcha. And it seems like yeah, it, it, despite all of these it, despite all of these stories about these breaches, it seems like it really hasn't stopped people from using online services or, you know, jumping into it. Is there is there anything you've noticed on your end that have, has, has this discouraged anybody at all from using it? No. Uh, the thing about technology is just too darn convenient, Nick. And so it's not going to stop people from utilizing technology. So with the Facebook Cambridge Analytical breach, I mean, of course, you had people using the hashtag of um, – um, what is it, disable Facebook or uh, uninstall Facebook. They have yeah. that movement, but it didn't stop anybody from using uh, Facebook. No one's getting off social media. People who bank online, they're not going to stop banking online. It just, it adds, I think the way it works is it adds a little caution instantly when the breach occurs, but then people just go back to their day-to-day -day of using all of their online applications. So uh, I don't see that stopping anytime soon. Gotcha. And to wrap up here, and, and I, this is, this is obviously not the greatest question to ask, but, you know, this is the type of an environment we live in. Is this something that just we could assume could happen one day, that we should just plan ahead or just think of, you know, think of, poss think of the possibility of happening down the road? Hey, my bank account could get hacked, you know, hack my, my heritage account could get breached. Is this stuff, I mean, is this the type of environment we live in where we have to at least think about it or plan for it? Yeah, absolutely. We do live in that environment. I mean, it's almost um, going from uh, hut to homes. I mean, obviously, if you've got some valuables, there's always that risk of someone breaking into your house and trying to get your, your stuff. Same thing with data. I mean, it's just the day and age that we live in that, Data breaches are going to occur all the time. So as consumers, uh, we definitely need to arm ourselves with the the knowledge to protect ourselves from data breach. And also, we've got to arm ourselves with the knowledge of being proactive and making sure that we are staying alert. And that means always checking your online bank statements to make sure that uh, nothing bad has happened with your account. It also means to look out for phishing emails um, to make sure that the emails are legitimate as opposed to phishing and trying to get your information. So I think the consumer obviously needs to be a little bit more aware of what type of cyber crimes are out there because it's not going to stop. And it, until consumers become 
more cognizant of what's going on as far as data breaches and companies really take data breaches seriously that it, it's just going to continue. It's a common theme of this podcast. We've talked about security in the past and just uh, some of the troubles that can come along and concerns with putting your information online. Right. Yeah, something so, like I said many times, so personal as your genetic data. You know, there's concerns. Uh, I know some people are worried about insurance, you know, health insurance, things like that, if you can be denied uh, some type of health insurance later on because of, you know, maybe some of the genes that you have and that are, are available because of this um, testing. But as we've also talked about, you can you can hear more about that on our first episode uh, where we talked to researchers at the NIH about this very issue about discriminating because of your genetic makeup. Um, but, you know, I still think it's it just leaves people uneasy. And, uh, you know, for me, I've done a DNA test, so my information's out there somewhere. And, uh, you know, you, you also can download your makeup, but deciphering that is also, um, it's, it's complicated, but it still could be very valuable to uh, not, to, to uh, these insurance companies as well as potentially, you know, the police department as well, because as we've talked about before, uh, you know, in recent cases like the Golden State Killer case. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one thing you touched on was the concerns that some have. And, it's a, it's a, you know, I have not done a DNA test yet. That's It's a minor concern for me. It's not at the top of the list. You know, there are a lot of reasons why I, I haven't jumped into it, although I'm, I'm getting closer to that point. But when I talk to people about our podcast and I talk to my friends, one of, one of the common reasons given to me is this fear of, my, my information is out there. This is just another way for somebody to get it out there. This is just another way for my privacy to be breached. And that's a, I mean, and that's a concern as well. I mean, that's a growing concern for people who, you know, who may be on the fence on it about me. Some, more, some are more concerned about it. But one thing that, you know, you, you touched on a little bit was, you know, this, is, this was obviously an illegal case here, but a lot of the information is out there as well, as we talked about with the Golden State Killer a few episodes ago. You know, this information is readily available, and if that if that issue brought concerns from individuals, how about this? How about criminally motivated? How about somebody, as you mentioned, with the insurance companies, ways to, I guess, industrial espionage, I guess you could call it. <laughs> so it's just another it's another deal where you got to be concerned about it. And as I talked to Burton a little bit in there, it's something you have to. I, it's it's horrible to have, but you kind of have to have that expectation that it's very possible. Yeah, and and I know maybe this is getting a little too deep in terms of uh, how far someone would go to try and get your genetic information. I guess it would be easier to just have a database with a bunch of um, everyone uh, available. But you know, I guess at the same time, if someone wanted to get your genetic information, I guess they could just. Um, find a way to get your DNA. I don't know if maybe you could get it from um, some, you know, maybe you're chewing gum or something. You know, yeah. I, I I feel like, um, especially as technology becomes more advanced, there are ways, I think, of people uh, getting a hold of different genetic information legally or not legally. 
But it's, it's, uh, it's a, if there was a breach online, it would be much more readily available. And um, from yeah, it's, it's out there. I mean, you've seen you've seen private detectives on TV shows. I mean, that that's that's how they really do some of their investigating. They dig around and dig around in trash. <laughs> they dig around for you know for anything they can get. So that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, 92, 92 million people being impacted. It's one of the largest data breaches out there. It may not have been damaging because my heritage just said it was email related in Burton. Uh, Burton Kelso said it was not, it could have been worse, but 92 million, it's, when you have all of this information in one website, that's where it becomes scary because you only have to crack one wall. You know, you can't, you can't track down 92 million people's homes and get information there, but it's all it takes is one sm smart hacker out there, and as he mentioned, some of these companies are behind in preventing this from happening. And right. that's part of the it's part of it's part of the concern. You know, Congress has always talked about maybe they should be involved in oversight of DNA companies. And this recent My Heritage episode is kind of another thing that's put fuel in that fire for the debate. I don't know how much it would help because. You know, sometimes Congress does a good job, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes when they get involved, it's needed, sometimes it's not. But when Congress, you know, it's something that's going to come up again and again. And, you know, it's uh, if another one of these instances happen, that that might push them to the edge of saying, you know what, we may need to do something about this. All right. Well, we'll have uh, this information uh, as well as the statement from MyHeritage up on our social media pages. But this is Genetic Jackpot.